Three minutes. This is it. Ground zero. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Only one rule in this jungle. When the lion's hungry, he eats. Everybody and welcome to Rob and Justin Take Their Picks. I'm Rob and joining me is Justin. <laughs> Hello Justin, how are you? I'm good, Rob. How are you doing today? I'm okay, I'm okay. Are you been look are you looking forward to BAFTAs? Well, as what I've said before, award season is my favorite season. So yes, I am definitely looking forward to the BAFTAs because you know they do a little bit different than what we do in America. You know, they they offer other movies that you know haven't normally been seen here but also they give actors uh other ways to shine and other platforms to be you know uh, um shown to the world because this is some some of these people in movies we haven't even heard of at least over here yeah yeah with the baftas i think it's a little bit more lowbrow than the oscars and a lot more independent than the oscars because the oscars are obviously more mainstream yeah definitely Except for this year. There's only a couple of mainstream movies. Everything else has kind of been flown under the radar. I would say Trial of the Chicago 7 is pretty big. And that's it. (laughs) Every other movie, I feel like, is flown under the radar. Like The Father and Nomadland, Promising Young Woman. But, uh, yeah, some of those are a part of this section as well. Yes, yes, yeah, and I have managed to caught up on a lot of uh, films. If you see my TikTok, you know I've followed a lot of uh, films that I can manage to see. And yeah. I don't mind talking to you about these films as we go along. Absolutely, can't wait. So let's go with best film first. The nominees are The Father, The Mauritanian, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Who are you going to go for? Well, I've seen all of these movies, and um, <laughs> it's so weird. It's because I don't, uh, you know, like normally I wouldn't have like a, a favorite opinion on these. Like none of them made my favorites for 2020, and I don't think they'll make my favorites for 2021. Uh, but the two most interesting movies, in my opinion, uh, that I think have a shot are Nomadland and Promising Young Woman and because I enjoyed Promising Young Woman more I'm going to pick Promising Young Woman very nice very nice I'm yet to see Promising Young Woman and the only one I've seen on this is the trial of the Chicago 7 but I'm really anticipated for this film so I'm going to go with Nomadland yeah I think that has a high chance of winning as well that that one may win uh, best picture for the Oscars 
Um, but don't sleep on the Mauritanian. It's a really good film. I'm looking forward to watching that on April 1st when it's on Prime. Perfect. All right. Uh, direction next. Would you like to do the honors of reading this out? For Best Director, we have Thomas Vinterberg for Another Round, Shannon Murphy for Baby Teeth, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, Hasmila Zbagnik for Quo Vida Ida, and Rocks by Sarah Gavron. You pick first. Yes. Sarah Gavon did a really good job with Rocks, and I will talk about that a lot later. And I recently watched Minari and thought Lee Isaac Chung's directing and writing was outstanding. But I feel like this is a year for female filmmakers, and I'm going to give it to Chloe. Yeah, I've seen all these movies, but Rocks. I watched Quo Valley, uh, Ida this past week, and uh, it's up for Best International Picture as well as uh, Another Round. And Baby Teeth, I saw earlier in the pandemic, and I thought it was a really interesting movie. Definitely one I haven't seen before. Um, but uh, I have to agree with you, Lee. Isaac Chung's direction of Minari is phenomenal. But it is the year of the female, and Chloe Zhao is going to take it for Nomadland. <clears throat> is that your pick as well? Yep. We we'll line it up on that. Lovely, lovely. Right. Best actor in a leading role, which I love this category because it sounds like shows who is the best actor. Yeah, And we have Riz Ahmed for The Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Eddar Gulrav for The White Tiger, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Mads Mikkelsen, Another Round, and Tara Rahim, The Mauritanian. Uh, which one are you going for? Well, I've seen all these movies, and I think that this is a great category. Um all these actors are very, very worthy. Uh, I think Ardash Gaurav, uh, coming from the White Tiger recently, really surprised a lot of people, and he's been getting a lot of talk lately, as has uh, Tahar Rahim for the Mauritanian, um, which is great to see Middle Eastern gentlemen getting you know, up there. Same with Riz Ahmed, you know, Sound of Metal. Uh, but we know what's going to happen here. And it's Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I think he has a he has a shoe in for all of these wins here. Definitely, I'm going to give it to Chadwick Boseman because of his, as I said, his performance in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was just a career-ending performance that was perfect. Absolutely, and if if I were to give it to anybody who does deserve it equally, uh, I mean, I thought Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal was amazing performance this year. Nice. Would you like to read out the best actress in a leading role? Leading actress, here we go. We have Buki Bakre for Rocks, Rada Blank for The 40-Year-Old Version, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Francis McDormand, Nomadland, Wunmu Musaku, His House, and Alfre Woodward for Clemency. After seeing Rocks for the first time today, I'm going to have to give it to Bucky Buckray because she makes her character in this film so realistic. In fact, 
what's good about the film is how realistic it feels. It actually feels like she's a real person with real life situations that she's going through. And I just think if anybody deserves this BAFTA, it's her. So, yeah, Bucky is my choice. Awesome. Um, I haven't seen Rocks, but I am intrigued. Uh, I haven't seen the 40-year-old version, but I do. I've heard a lot about Rada Blank because of how I hear she's super funny. She wrote and directed it. Um, Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman gives a great performance, and she is up for Best Actress, as is Frances McDormand for No Man Land. His House was an interesting movie, but this Wunmi Musaku was not somebody I remember from that movie necessarily. And then Alfred Woodward for Clemency, that came out in December of 2019. So that was actually up for Oscars for 2020. Uh, but I guess it didn't come around to the uh, UK until later in the year of 2020. But she is phenomenal in Clemency. But uh, for what I see here and from what I've seen, I got to give it to Frances McDormand from Nomadland. And I'm looking forward to seeing her in that film when it comes on to Disney+. Plus. Oh, is that where it's going? Uh, yeah, because oh, of that. Oh, you don't have Hulu. Yeah, we have Star instead. Boo. Boo-loo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo-loo. I'm not calling it that now. Boo-loo. Right. Best actor in a supporting role. Daniel Kalula, Judas and the Black Messiah. Barry Keoghan, Calm with Horses. Alan Kim Minari, Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami. Clark Peters, The Five Bloods. And Paul Racy, Sound of Metal. Yeah, I like Barry Keegan initially. I haven't seen Calm with Horses. I know that the, that movie and Rocks and another one are ones that get a lot of nominations that I haven't seen. So I can't really say anything about that. Um, uh, Daniel Kaluuya as Judas and the Black or as the leader of the Black Panther group, Frank, um, was such a good, great, great performance. But my favorite supporting performance of the year that i've always said and i'll stick by has always been leslie odom jr so i'm going to keep him even though i know daniel kaluuya is a star and he probably will win i gotta give it to leslie odom jr leslie odom jr was brilliant to sam cook i'm really happy clark peters got a nomination because he is a very underrated actor barry keogh and i like from dunkirk and that colin farrell film Killing, the of, killing of a second deer, yeah. Yeah. But after seeing Judas and the Black Messiah, so far my favourite film of 2021, uh, him and Lakeith were fantastic. And out of him and Lakeith, Daniel deserves all the awards. So I can't not give it to Daniel Kalula. So he's my pick. Yeah, and deservedly so. Awesome. So we'll do supporting actress. Yeah, would we'll you do the honours? Here we go. We have Niam Algar for Calm With Horses. We have Kosar Ali for Rocks. Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film. Dominique Fishback for Judas and the Black Messiah. Ashley Matakue for County Lines. And Yoo Jung Yoon for Minari. I am really surprised that Maria's gotten like a Bafsi Randon Oscar nomination for a comedy performance and her debut. And that is really impressive. And I was going to pick her until I saw these two films, Judas and the Black Messiah and Minari. And I'm going to have to give it to Dominique Fishback. 
I watched Project Power with her in, and I thought she was all right. But to come back with a performance as good as as she does in Judas and Black Messiah, I can't not give it to her. So I'm going to go with Dominique Fishback for this one. Yeah, she is phenomenal. And, you know, the Yu Jung Yoon is uh, a killer in Minari. She's phenomenal. Um, I haven't seen Calm with Horses or Rocks uh, or County Lines, um, so that's unfortunate. But my, I, I, my favorite supporting actress performance of last year was Glenn Close and Hillbilly Elegy. But right behind her was Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film, so I'm giving it to her. Yes, when we do the Razzies and the Oscars, we'll talk more about Glenn Close. I know, isn't that amazing? She may be yeah. the third ever winner to have be nominated for a Razzie and an Oscar. I just don't understand why she was the best thing about that film, even though... Totally! Was... Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Best original screenplay. So we have Another Round, Mank, Promising Young Woman, Rocks, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Well, I believe I know where you're going, um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I liked Another Round. I thought that's really good writing in there. Um, this one's hard. This one's hard. I think I'm going to give it to Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. I thought, I had a feeling you'd say that. Yeah. And it's hard, but I think I'm going to have to take this one with a pinch of salt and with rocks, because I did like how realistic the film was. Well, I'm excited to see it now. I want to see where I can see this. This is awesome. I, uh... I want to see it before the BAFTAs. Hopefully I'll be able to. Maybe it'll change my entire opinion about everything. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so you're going for rocks? Yeah, I'm going for rocks. Okay. So let's do adapted screenplay. We have The Dig, The Father, The Mauritanian, Nomadland, and The White Tiger. What do you think? I'm going to go off the wing on this one. I'm going to give it to the father because I have heard it's a well-written film. Nice. Yeah, um, I've seen all these movies. I enjoyed every single one of them. Um, I feel like Nomadland should be out on this one because I know a lot of it was like improv and it's not really like a full script, let's say. Um so I have to agree. I'm going with the father as well because I have seen it and it's damn well written. Nice, nice. Are Anthony and Olivia good in it? Yes, uh, Olivia Coleman, but she's she shouldn't have had that not Oscar nomination. To, in my opinion, I don't think it was warranted. Like I, I thought Ellen Burstyn was better in um, Pieces of a Woman. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's it's weird what they do. But I'm not the one picking the nominations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, the next category is interesting. It's best casting, and not many award ceremonies have this one. That's true. And um, we have Calm with Horses, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, and Rocks. Um. 
it's almost a tie. I mean, Judas and the Black Messiah and Minari are phenomenal casts. Um, and it's really, I mean, it's, it's just depends on what flavor you like, you know, and uh, I don't know. Um, I really enjoyed both casting, but I'll, I'll have to overall give it to, because there is more characters to Judas and the Black Messiah. There's more characters in the film that they actually had to nail than Minari, where there's a family and then um, the, the farmer who's amazing. I love the farmer guy, Minari. Yeah. Uh, looking at the cast list of these films, I'm actually going to give it to Promising Young Women, purely because there are a few actors I like in it, and I found that Alison Brie is in this film, and I really want to watch it because I like Alison Brie. Yeah, I actually really enjoy the scenes that she's in in that movie. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, people in it, uh, uh, comedic actors in it, and uh, yeah. But Jesus and Black Messiah, I feel like overall, acting-wise, every single person was amazing. I Jesse did. Plemons, so freaking good. He was good on Martin Sheen. <laughs> yeah, it's just why all that makeup? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, neither, neither do I. Right, cinematography. Would you like to read these out? Here we go. We have Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, The Mauritanian, News of the World, and Nomadland. I'm going to give this one to Mank because I love Eric Messerschmitt's cinemato- cinematography and the style that it looks like an forty black and white film. Yeah, um, Mank is amazing, and I think that's a front runner. Uh, I really enjoyed News of the World cinematography, though, so I'm going to give it to Darius Wolski. Um, I just remember the sweeping, you know, epic background. Um, it reminded me of like Stanley Kubrick, uh, Barry Lyndon, um, which. Uh, as far as like cinematography and production, it was amazing, and I really enjoyed News of the World, so I'm going to give it to News of the World. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Hey, Tom Hanks in a Western, can't beat it. You can't beat Tom Hanks. Right, costume design. Ammonite, The Dig, Emma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and Mank. Um... I I think Emma wins. I don't even have to think about it, really. I, I've seen all these movies. Uh, I see Ammonite doing well I, because of, you know, it's period piece, as is Emma, you know. Um, I guess these all are period pieces. But I thought Emma's just bright colors and dresses and, and you know, hair uh, bonnets that they had were just really remarkable. So I'm going to give it to Emma. Nice, I've not seen Emma yet, but I will. It's a tie between Mank and Maroney's Black Bottom. Mank, I want to give it because I'm Amanda Seyfried's army costume at the dinner party scene. <laughs> However, I think the overall winner is Maroney's Black Bottom, so I don't want to be too Amanda Seyfried biased, so I'm giving it to Maroney's Black Bottoms because I did like Mar- Viola Davis's outfit in that film. I thought for the outfit she had, she transformed fully into that role. Yes, absolutely. And and the suits, the pinstripe suits were so just like, ooh, you know. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. Right. Best editing. We have The Father, 
Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. This one I'm going to give to Nomadland because I kind of like the fact the director has also edited the film. And this is something that Joel and Ethan Cohen do a lot with their films. And I feel like it makes more sense for the director to be the editor of the film as well. So yeah, I'm going to give it to Nomadland. Yeah, she's really, like, this is her baby, Nomadland, and she's really taking it there, because she was also, you know, helped out with the cinematography in it as well, and, you know, she wrote it and directed, and, I mean, she's she's really keeping this as something special. But um, just initially uh, watching, uh, seeing these, I would pick Sound and Metal, because I thought that that editing was really well done. But after seeing The Father... And the way that they edit that film without spoiling it is just amazing. I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't even want to say anything just because it will give it away. But yeah, the way it just makes you think a lot. And I really enjoyed the way that Yorgos did that. So, the father. Nice. Uh, best makeup and hair The Dig, Hillbilly at Elegy. Marini's Black Bottom, Mank and Pinocchio. Uh, initially, I'd give it to Marini's Black Bottom, but I I loved Pinocchio. I really enjoyed the makeup and hair that they did for that because they made this boy look like a wooden boy, um, and they made um, the director of Life Is Beautiful drawing oh, a blank. Oh, oh Begingi. Oh, Roberto Benigni, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, they made him look like, you know, an old man, Geppetto, and um, I just thought it was really well done. So I I'm find it, it weird that he's made a Pinocchio film from the 2000s and plays Pinocchio, and yet he makes another Pinocchio film. He loves it. It's, it's, I think it's what got him into wanting to be, you know, like uh, um, artistic. Is, is Pinocchio just in general in the story? Of there is no word to describe his talent because of Life is Beautiful. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. And there is no words for that, man. But I loved it. What's, what's your makeup in here? Uh, I'm going to go with Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on this one. Yeah. That one and Hillbilly Elegy are really close, close second. Right. Uh, best music. Best music. Uh, is that original score? Yes, that's the one. Here we go. Do you read? Uh, you, you read this time. I read uh, that. Okay, we have Mank, Minari, News of the World, Promising Young Woman, and Soul. Right, I know Soul is so in the wind, but I want to do for a different choice. I'm going to know Minari because I love the score in that film, but that was the highlight of that film for me. Yeah, I would have to agree, but uh, yeah, I mean, Soul's probably going to win, but I'll have to agree. I go with Minari as well. Yeah, because I know you said that you don't really follow original scores, but you have to admit that one was impressive. That was good. I also enjoyed News of the World. I remember it for sure, the score in it. I think James Newton Howard knows what he's doing when it comes to scoring films. Apart from the score to Peter Jackson's King Kong film, I think Howard Shaw should have done that because Howard Shaw fits more of his style. Yeah, possibly. Um, I don't remember 
it, but you're, you're, I, you're, not, you're not remembering much anyway. Well, the, the score anyway, I don't remember, but um, you know, I remember the movie. Yeah, right. Best production design, which is a really, which is a really good thing about film, which I don't talk about much. And the nominees are The Dig, The Father, Mank, News of the World, and Rebecca. Uh, what do you have to say about this category? Well, I looked up Rebecca because I haven't heard of it. I don't, or, or no, I saw it. I think it's um, Lily James and Army Hammer. Yeah, I only watched 20 minutes of it and it kind of didn't look as good as the 40s Hitchcock version. Yeah. Um, well, to me, it's either News of the World or Mank, so I'm going to give it to Mank, because I thought Mank's production design to bring back old Hollywood is, you know, something that I love here, so. Yeah, I'm going to give this one to Mank, because Marlene's Black Bottom or Tenet's not on this list, and it depresses me. <laughs> well, tell, yeah. but, but I'm glad that of all the categories Tenet wasn't nominated for, it was Best Sound. Uh, would you do the honors of reading this one out? Best sound is Greyhound, News of the World, Nomadland, Soul, and Sound of Metal. Um, I like to see that two Tom Hanks movies are in there. Uh, but to me, the best sound design, hands down, is Sound of Metal. The way that they make you feel like you are also deaf is just something that you want a movie to do to you is just make you feel that way and it made me feel like i was reason Ed, and uh i i i gotta give it to them does is he naturally deaf or did he lose it in an accident um yeah he's a drummer so he just yeah. got drummer he got drummers here you know uh, a bit like phil collins did yeah yeah Right, for my choice, I'm going to go with Soul on this one. Smart. Yeah. Okay, what's up next? Best visual effects, and I'll do the honours for this one. Greyhound, Midnight Sky, Mulan, the one and only Ivan, Tenet. And I'm going to go for Tenet on this one because of... It's Christopher Nolan. He's cool. He makes cool movies. Tenet deserves this award because of the visual effects looking realistic and very actiony and this was both mine and Justin's favorite film of 2020 it sure was um the visual effects in midnight sky is really really good and that's about the only thing that's good about that movie um i also enjoyed mulan's visual effects but yeah tenant number one are you are you annoyed that george Clooney or about him not cutting you out of his film about him what? Did you, you said that uh, you were in one of his films and he cut you out. Oh, well, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I know what the business is. <laughs> uh, so we don't need to campaign for the Justin Doyle cut. No, no, no. <laughs> it won't happen. I, they, he, unless he gets $100 million like Zack Snyder got. Shame. I think you would have been great at it. I've not seen the film myself, but I'll probably think when I watch it, it would have been a lot better if Justin was in this. Hell yeah. Thanks, Rob. That's all right. Uh, best animated film, you can do the honours on this one. Not many to go for. Onward, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. Now, what's cool about this is 
if there are only three good movies, then just pick three. You know, because I don't think that Over the Moon or Farmageddon, the sheep movie, should be up for Best Oscar animated film because Soul Onward and Wolf Walkers is just so damn good. So just pick the ones that are actually worthy. Um, but uh, what are you going to say? What are you going to pick? If there has to be two other nominations, I think I would have given it to Scoob and a Whisker Away because them um, two were the only other good animated films I liked. Yeah, Whisker Away was really good. Yeah. Well, The Will of Biz was just kind of a bit of fun, really. Yeah. But these three were the real deal, and out of these three, I'm going to give it to Sold because of Pixar. Yeah. The more... The more after seeing soul again for a second time the more i just love onward onward is just my it was my favorite animated film from last year so i'm picking onward i know it's not gonna win but i loved it that's fine i know people who are divided by onward and soul some people thought soul was better some people thought onward was better understanding okay what's next uh, best documentary. Uh, we have Collective, David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet, The Dissident, My Oxford Teacher, and The Social Dilemma. Uh, you can talk me through these because I don't really follow documentaries. Sure. Um, Collective is uh, nominated for Best Documentary and Best International Picture, just like Honeyland was for last year. This is... Um, it's it's one of those documentaries where it starts off as one thing and then it becomes another. Uh, and it was really interesting. Um, I haven't seen the David Attenborough one or The Social Dilemma. Now, The Social Dilemma was the most talked about documentary of the year because it was, you know, based off of social, net, uh, social media and it was also on Netflix. Um, so I know that that gets a lot of buzz. I loved it. Uh, my octopus teacher though i think that is such a beautiful film and the cinematography is so well done um but the dissident i think was the most surprising so i'm going to give it to that one that one's about the uh the um oh uh the reporter who got killed um you know over in the middle east when he was uh, an american so unfortunately that didn't go well, but it is a damn good movie, so I'm going to give it to The Dissident. Yeah. My favorite, though, is probably The Octopus Teacher, but I think The Dissident will win. Fair enough. I'm going to give it to The Social Dilemma because of its hype and praise. Yeah, definitely have a lot. Yeah. And films not in the English language. Okay, we have here another round. Dear Comrades, Les Miserables. Minari and Quovariada. I'm going to give this one to Minari because it's the only one I've seen on this list and I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, um, I've seen all these movies. Uh, Dear Comrades was a really, really interesting movie. It's out on Bulu right now, um, but it's in black and white and it's super interesting. Les Miserables was nominated for Best International Picture last year. Um which it shouldn't have been because it was France's pick, and I think France should have picked Portrait of a Lady on Fire, uh, in my opinion. Um, Quo Vida Haida was really, really good. I really enjoyed another round, but if we're just going to go with the best movie in this category, it's Minari. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Minari is really good film, and I recommend people to check it out. Yes. Right. Uh, next is Best Short Animation. The Fire Next Time, The Owl and the Pussycat, The Song of a Lost Boy. Well, since I haven't seen these and don't know anything about them, I'm just going to go with uh, The Owl and the Pussycat for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's all I'm going to go with purely because of the nursery rhyme. Oh, cool. It's based off of that? I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to Google, Google this. Yeah. Hey, maybe it is. Yeah. Uh, the best short film. Do you want we to say have, Yeah, we have Eyelash, Lizard, Lucky Break, Miss Curvy, and The Present. Out of all these five, Lucky Break sounds like the best one. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with The Present because it's the only one that I've seen because uh, that's also nominated for an Oscar. Uh, and it's out on Netflix right now. And it's it's interesting. It's about um, about a um, man and his daughter who are crossing a border just to go shopping because wherever they live, they have to cross borders to go, you know, into town and shop. And they just get hassled by the guys there at the, uh, the you know, they're like, let me see your papers. And he's like, come on, I live right over here. Um, and then while they're out, they actually end up buying a fridge and they bring it back for his wife because that's the present. That's the present that he's giving her. And again, they just get hassled and harassed and like stuff. He has to be, you know, wait in this this cell pretty much for two hours while they look up his paperwork. While his poor daughter is just sitting there waiting for him to get out. And it's just super sad, but very, very interesting. So the present is my British short film not, uh, win there. Nice. Next up is Brit best British film, and this list is very long. Come with horses, the dig, the father, his house, limbo, the Mauritanian, Mogai Mogway, promising young woman, rocks, Saint Maud. Um. Yeah, I guess I just gotta go with um what I went with last time because. There's nothing really better to me. I, I did like St. Maud. I don't think it's... Uh, I haven't seen Mogul Mowgli. That has Riz Ahmed in it. But um, yeah, I'm just going to go with Promising Young Woman. I thought it was the best movie out of these um, from the ones that I've seen. Very nice. Very nice. I'm going to give this one to Rox. Yeah. I, uh, I want to see it. Okay. Yeah. And now it's uh, Best Debut by a British Writer, Director, or Producer. All right. Well, we have Remy Weeks for His House. We have Ben Sherrick, Arun Gutterby uh, for Limbo. We have Jack Seedy and Oliver Hermanis and mm -hmm. for Moffy. We have Teresa Ikoko and Claire Wilson for Rocks. And then we have Rose Glass, Oliver Kassman, for Saint Maud. I'm gonna go with rocks on this one because like <laughs> I said, I just really enjoyed it after watching it. Yeah, I think um um I've only seen two of these movies, so um I'll just have to go with Saint Maud. Very nice. Very nice. And now for the final the final I'll talk you through this. The British public are allowed to vote for this award and it's BAFTA Rising Star. The nominations we have are Kingsley Benadir, Bucky Bakra, 
Mordiff Clark, South Distress, and Conrad Khan. Um, I voted for Kingsley Benadir, so I'm sticking with him as my pick. I picked him because I thought he was good as Malcolm X in One Night Miami. Not as good as Denzel Washington was in 92, but still a strong performance. Yeah, um, I gotta say the same. Ken, Kingsley Benadir. I don't really know who these other people are, <laughs> except for Buki Backright, who's in Rocks, but that's only because I found out from you <laughs> and from this. Um, I wish they would tell me like what they were in. Like, who's this soapy Dirisu? He's in a show called Gangs of London, which my friend has lent me on DVD, which I need to check out. Okay, what is Morphid Clark in? I think she's the one from Saint Mod. Okay, that yeah, she did look familiar. And then Conrad Khan. I've not heard of him. Okay. But it's weird because Norm because if you look at the past winners, you see names like James McAvoy, Shia LaBeouf, Kristen Stewart, Tom Hardy, Jack O'Connell, John Boyega, Tom Holland and Daniel Kalula and Letitia Wright, who are all like big named actors now. Yeah, huge. Um, so that guy, Conrad Kahn's in Peaky Blinders, Black Mirror, County Lines. Oh, so that's the movie that he got, no- that got nominated for BAFTA's County Lines. So he's in that. And then he was also in the Huntsman Winter's War. Cool. Nice. All right. Should we recap? Uh, yes, let's uh, recap. And we've got a long list to go through. So best film I picked, Nomadland. And I picked Promising Young Woman. The best director I picked, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Um, um, as did I. Best actor I picked, Chadwick Boseman. As did I. The best actress I picked, Bucky Batra. And I picked Frances McDormand. You know who I picked? the supporting role and it was Daniel Kalula and I picked Leslie Odom Jr for actress I picked Dominique Fishback and I picked Maria Bakalova for original screenplay I picked Rocks and I picked Promising Young Woman for best adapted screenplay I picked The Father so did I for best uh, casting, I picked Promising Young Woman. And I picked Judas and the Black Messiah. For best cinematography, I picked Mank. I picked News of the World. For costume design, I picked Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I picked Emma. For best editing, I picked Nomadland. I picked the father. For best makeup, I picked uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, for best makeup, I picked Pinocchio. Best music, I picked Minari. As did I. Best production design, I picked Mank. As did I. Best sound, I picked Soul. 
and I picked Sound of Metal. The visual effects, I picked Tenet. As did I. For best animated film, I picked Soul. And I picked Onward. For best documentary, I picked The Social Dilemma. And I picked The Dissident. For best uh, film not in English, I picked Minari. As did I. The best short animated film I picked, The Owl and the Pussycat. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> best short film I picked, Lucky Break. And I picked The Present. Best British film I picked, Rocks. Um, and I picked. Oh yeah, um, Promising Young Woman. Best debut film I picked, Rocks. I picked Saint Maud. And rising star, Kingsley Benadire. Kingsley Benadire! Awesome. We had a lot of same picks on that one. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like this is going to be a really good year for the BAFTAs. And I don't know who's hosting it yet. Has the Oscars announced the host yet? Uh, no, they've been doing them without a host lately, so I think they're just going to continue on with that this year. Oh. Can they please, if they don't bring another host in, can they please get rid of <laughs> They're not going to bring them back, only to, I mean, maybe to do the Golden Globes, but never to do the Oscars. Why not? He'd be, ama- he'd be amazing hosting it. Because they're worried about what he's going to say live. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, and I think that would break Hollywood as a whole. What what he says. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but cool. you know, he he's fun. He's entertaining. He he knows how to have a laugh, and I think that's why he made a good host of the Golden Globe. Yeah, I completely agree. He knows how to to have fun, and people shouldn't take him so seriously. Exactly. Exactly right. Uh, thank you very much for uh, joining me today, uh, Justin. On picks. Uh, next time we do the award picks, we'll pick the worst films. We'll do the Razzies. Yeah, Razzies. Exciting. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, make sure to follow me and Justin on social media. That's right. Worth a few movies on all the things. And special thanks to, obviously, the patrons, Ben, Sean, and the Coventry Filmmakers. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys. No, thank thank you, guys. Thank you. Right. See you later, Justin. All righty. Bye, you guys. Have a wonderful week. Right. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Thank Let's you for it. listening. Bye-bye.